Hello and welcome to another episode of Engagement Zone. Uh, we've had a really strong start to 2020 at the Employee Engagement Awards and Conference. Uh, we're, we're getting close to selling out for our conference in April uh, in London and we're open for entries in North America. I believe our colleagues down in Africa as well are about to open for entries for the African Awards and we have some exciting news coming out of Australia and New Zealand very soon. But back to today and our podcast, uh, we've been doing our best to to interview, uh, to chat, to share stories uh, and, and advice with our finalists, highly commended and winners from around the world. Uh, and today we've got a, another finalist and highly commended company, uh, Pladis. So please welcome from, from there, Lee Nichols. Hello, Lee. Good morning, Matt. How, how are you doing? Uh, really, really good, thank you, and really excited to be here this morning talking to you as a winner in the Innovation and Employee Engagement Awards. Well, well done and congratulations. Um, we're just talking about Storm uh, Clara and uh, and uh, that you, uh, made you keep a watchful eye over the weekend because of one of your uh, your factories, I believe. Yes, we have uh, seven manufacturing sites throughout the UK. Uh, and obviously, one of the things we wanted to do is to make sure that, that all our colleagues and our sites were safe during the stormy period over Sunday and Monday. And I'm relieved to say that uh, we've come through it uh, with no issues at all and everybody's safe. So everybody's safe. That, that's great to hear. So, so for those out there who don't know Pladis, uh, can you tell us a bit more about the business? Yeah, Pladis is a food manufacturing consumer goods business. Uh, it started life in around about 2016, and it's an amalgamation of some well-known household brands, uh, which all our consumers love. So McVitie's, Godiva chocolates, and Alka biscuits, uh, which are very popular in the Turkish market in the Middle East. Fantastic. Uh, and, and what and what do you do? Uh, what's what's your role within the organisation? So my role is the Vice President for the UK and Ireland Supply Chain, uh, where I manage seven manufacturing sites, one logistics uh, facility, and the planning operational team. So um, can you go into a bit more about the journey that you and, and, the, and the team at Pladis have been on then, uh, and, and what, you, what you entered in the awards? Yeah, sure. So it all really began uh, in 2018. Uh, and the inspiration for this project was under our people, planet and product agenda. And we were looking at uh, innovative ways of how we could help support our sustainability program uh, under the uh, planet framework. And we came up with an initiative called Hashtag Road to Zero, uh, which in essence was uh, a way of how we could reduce uh, the amount of food waste that we make as an organisation. Oh, wow. So, so how, how did you go about doing that then? Well, we did some analysis in terms of looking at how much waste uh, we were making across all of our sites. Uh, and then we set about really engaging our 3,800 colleagues to understand how they could really help support this initiative, which not only... Uh, impacts our business, but also brings about that real good feeling factor of how we can help the environment and the planet 
to make sure that uh, we're doing the right things for, our, for the future of our children. So was this just a, an employee initiative or was this something that we wanted to like see through to the, to the customer side around waste as well? No, I think uh, in reality, given the agenda today, it's something that you know our consumers want. It's what our commercial partners increasingly expect of us. And it's something that our colleagues feel passionately about. And, and as a global company with a large footprint in the UK, it, it's absolutely the right thing to do. So Gladys UK not only aims for zero product waste across its manufacturing lines, but we've also set a very ambitious target to make all of our plastic packaging recyclable, reusable or compostable by 2025 in alignment with the Plastics Pact. Wow. So um, I've been a convert. Uh, I'm getting married this year and um, for for many reasons, I'm I'm a better man now for for, for marrying, uh, going to marry the Ivy. Um, And one of the one of the areas that she's got me really focused on is is waste and like you say it matters to, to millions billions of people all over the world i saw it saw a program on the bbc with hugh fernie whittingstall all around uh waste and product packaging and it, it almost seemed like an impossible task to to reduce that and make it recyclable so if you've got any insights into that that'd be that'd be really interesting yeah, and I think I think that's uh, well. First of all, congratulations uh, for the forthcoming marriage. So good luck, good luck with that. Uh, and really, we we felt so passionately about this initiative that we were just we just set ourselves almost a zero laser focused approach where we tried to keep the message really simple. And it was all about how could we engage and excite and inspire. 3,800 of our supply chain colleagues in order for them to play and understand the role that they could help support the business in. So so we set about creating uh, a campaign and really a movement for change because if, if we don't make the change and be the change, then nothing, then nothing will happen and we'll keep doing the same thing as we've always done. And... I think really there were two or three different key facets to the, how we went about this. The first one was that we created a Road to Zero team of people from all the different sites who were going to be the champions. So that was about selecting the champions that were going to help engage all of their peer group on the site. And the second thing is was the launch of Workplace, which really gave us a vehicle to share and recognize some of the achievements that our colleagues were making on a daily basis. And that really has had a fantastic impact upon everybody. Um, so so how, how, how are you tracking against some of your targets then? Um, and, and, and I suppose one of the immediate questions that comes to mind is, with 3,800 colleagues in, in the process, are they volunteering ideas and identifying areas that you can accelerate your to hit your target by 2025? Yeah, and, that, and that's, a, that's a really good build. So just in terms of some of the achievements, and we began this project at the, the middle of 2018, and really we set out to tackle the amount of waste, which was running at about 5.7%. And we really wanted to adopt the mindset of zero 
and really set a challenge to ourselves of how do we reduce this waste to sub 2% by the end of 2021, uh, which will save you know thousands of tons of waste in just over three years. And I think you know what we've tapped into with some of the site champions is some real creativity and innovative ways of how we can tackle waste. I think one of the first and compelling ideas was that we introduced a very simple language uh, that we've now briefed out. So it's the R1, R2, R3 approach, which very simply talks about how do we R1 reduce making waste in the first place. We then look at R2, which is how do we rework the any waste uh, that's food safe back into uh, production. And three R3 is how can we recycle waste uh, to stop it from ending up going into the bin. And that really has transformed and clarified the challenge to our colleagues, given them that common understanding and that common language. And I think that was further complemented by really a laser focus on changing the language from percentage of waste to really making it about pound notes so that every individual could understand that one bin would cost approximately say 30 pounds of waste and we've really then spent a lot of time really qualifying and quantifying how much each bin of waste actually costs and then actually applying a value to it so everybody understands that but also i think in order to make any uh, idea a success we've introduced a fun element to it and i think there are two things that really have stood out uh, in 2019 one would be that in Easter, we created, uh, rather than hunt for Easter eggs, we hunted for waste, which generated hundreds of ideas uh, of our colleagues. And I think the second one, which has really grown uh, in momentum, is the fact in 2018, we ran a Dragon's Den type uh, approach where we asked uh, people to submit ideas. And we got around about over 100 ideas in 2018. In 2019, we doubled the number of ideas uh, and we successfully recognized a champion that got investment from the Dragons. Uh, and that really has driven a very, you know, the engagement levels to, to a new level for us in the organization. And, and so you're using one of the ideas or do you, are, you, are you exploring a number of those ideas that have been put forward to see how they could help you get to Road to Zero? So what we what we did was we actually nominated uh, a finalist from each site. So every site within the group put forward a final. So they ran their own individual uh, scheme. They nominated a finalist, and the finalist then came to a big event in a grand final, which we held in Carlisle. They all got to pitch their ideas. There was a winning idea uh, that a team from our Wigston factory, Rob and Hannah successfully won at the crown for 2019 but as the as the dragons we agreed that we would sponsor all 10 of the finalist ideas on all 10 of those are now being put into implementation if they're not already implemented in 2020 fantastic um absolutely fantastic so so what what's next um uh, what's what's 2020 and beyond look like for you so 2020, so we've got real momentum uh, and we're going to drive a campaign in 2020. 
So we've started to create waste warriors in the organization. So that's for individuals that come up with great waste saving ideas. They're recognized as waste warriors. So they get a bump cap with waste warrior written on the bump cap. And we also have a waste warrior of the month. And we celebrate and recognize those individuals uh, in terms of their initiatives and their ingenuity in terms of creating and reducing waste. Uh, and we're also now starting to drive production lines to zero waste. So where we can actually get individual process lines to drive down zero waste, we're now recognizing lines within factories, which are now celebrating the success of being the first lines to be creating zero waste. Um, and how do you feel like you're doing against competition on the, on this front? Because um, I just think it's obviously one of these challenges that faces everybody, um, uh, the waste, the wastage. And it's really interesting to know how you feel like you're doing against your competition out there. Yeah, we, we externally benchmark uh, because obviously we want to understand what good really looks like. And we know that from internally and externally that if we can be no more than two or sub 2% gross loss waste, that puts us into the upper quartile within the FMCG world. Yeah. Uh, but we're not satisfied with 2%, of course. We are holding ourselves to account and we really want to drive that zero waste mindset. Do, do you think this is like, it doesn't really matter about competition on this front, this should be just a, something that you all collaborate upon? Is, it, is that something you're seeing from, from a... From a from an industry perspective or good ideas be shared? Yeah, well, I think I think in reality it's something we should drive drive as a responsible food manufacturer. So we're proud of this initiative. Yeah. I mean, when you think of the global stats, a third of all food produced is wasted. Wow. And 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 that's not that's not acceptable uh, in 2020. And you know. People have to take the lead. And, you know, although you probably can't solve all of the world's problems, it's really a combination of everybody coming together, collaborating together and really making a difference. And we feel as an organization through this initiative that, you know, we are playing, you know, a an important role in terms of how we can educate uh, our colleagues and also our commercial partners on what really matters to us as an organization, and that is making sure that we do our piece of reducing waste uh, with, within our operation. And, and do you have any, any stats or insights into how your people feel since you've started Road to Zero? Because, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty inspired just think, thinking about the project you're undertaking, really. We've had some uh, fantastic feedback. I mean, we ran a, a Pulse survey in 2018 and our participation increased from 50% to 75% and we then ran the pulse survey again in 2019 and we got a 91 participation uh, which was fantastic and the supply chain got the highest net promoter score with all the within all the functions and that really is a great accolade to all of the uh, visibility and the recognition that we feel that we've undertaken over the last 18 months. And when you look at workplace, uh, road to zero is one of these m- most trending topics that appears on our 
on our uh, pages every single day. Um, I just do you think do you think uh, Pladis will and in the individual brands within this might even look to translate some of the work you're doing out to the customer side of things like you know Waste Warrior and Road to Zero. It just feels like you could probably get a lot of customer advocates, brand advocates on board to trying to trying to do what you're doing internally with externally with, with the with the product waste. But um but yeah, it's just it's, it's such a great idea. <laughs> well we we think we think I mean that's a that's a really great question. I and mean, we think it really complements what you know our commercial partners are undertaking. So if you if you read in the press and you look at the the amount of food wastage and plastic wastage. And you'll see some, you know, creative ideas in terms of selling not quite perfect fruit and vegetables, but fundamentally there's nothing wrong with that product. Mm. So we hope that this initiative is really supporting what what our retailers, our commercial partners are actually undertaking as we speak. So we, we do see it, you know, as working collaboratively together and complementing each other. Fantastic. Well, so anything else to add? Um, uh, I think we're, like always, we're going to want to write up your story and publish it on the website too, so we'll, we'll get the appropriate approvals. But uh, anything else you'd like to add, Lee? Because, uh, you know, it's a fantastic story and, and great work, and um, we, we, we celebrate it and, and wish you luck through to 2025. I'd love to see see how close you get to, to, your, to, to your target. Yeah, my only, my only final piece of advice for people would be don't give up. Yeah, we launched we launched it in the summer of 2018, and it took you know probably six months for us to really understand the program that we were going to deploy, start the education piece, create the buzz, create the momentum and the energy, and those first six months were probably the hardest six months of gaining traction. But sitting here 18 months later and looking back at what we've achieved. It made every one of those days, hours, minutes around the clock in the first six months well worth it. And I suppose it's one of the things that we learned from one of our sites when we talked about this initiative of going to zero, their immediate response was, that is impossible, Lee. You are crazy. And we've coined a phrase now that what we've done is, to some degree, we've made the impossible possible. And that's a legacy that's that's now living in our business the challenges with a positive mindset let's take the impossible and let's make it possible fantastic here here um well thank you thank you so much lee um congratulations again it's great to see uh what what, what what's achievable and then what can translate into into the greater good for for all of us as well um out, outside of Pardis and, and in the wider world so um we, we thank you very much um to those that are listening uh, we will be writing up this story. Uh, I'm sure, you know, Lee's really contactable on LinkedIn, maybe, uh, if you, you need some advice. Um, and uh, we'll be back with another inspiring story uh, on, on Engagement Zone. Uh, look at our website for our latest events and stories. Uh, but it uh, leads me to say thank you again for giving up your time today, Lee, to share your advice and, and your story. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Okay, and and that's it from us for now. Uh, We'll speak to you soon. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye.